Hello everybody, what is new and groovy? Um, welcome back to another episode of Uncertainty with Patience. And um, if you don't know, my name is Tor. Um, and oh my gosh, I cannot believe it has been almost a year now since I started this podcast. And not that that's like a huge accomplishment because I've only uploaded two episodes um, and that was almost a little less than a year ago now. And I cannot believe how much time has gone by since then. I was astonished. Like I was just so surprised because I had stopped after my second episode um, which in reality is like my first episode because the pilot was just an introduction of myself. And uh, anyways, my point being is, was I didn't realize how much time had gone by. And so I kind of like, I was like, holy shit. I didn't think I spent that much time away from me doing my, my podcast. And it's funny to me because, and kind of hypocritical. I apologize because I told myself I want to keep myself accountable with the podcast and, you know, every two weeks I would like to upload. Um, I didn't think that was too much pressure with my schedule. However, um, I like totally disappeared from committing to do my podcast, left no explanation. And that's because, um, like something really drastic happened in my life and it's really complicated to explain. And, you know, I think trigger warning, if you don't want to talk or don't like to listen about, you know, uh, depression or death, uh, then probably don't listen on. I'll probably get into it a little bit. But yeah, so something after... Briefly after I uploaded that second episode, I think it's called like New Year's dot 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 resolutions. I think I know because I ch- I just saw it like maybe like a few minutes ago. And um, shortly after that, uh, I procrastinated obviously doing my podcast. Um, excuse me, my phone is buzzing, but like life hit me like a ton of bricks (laughs) I'll tell you that much like I I was just taken aback by how quickly things can change in your life like it really did humble me to realize that I have to be grateful for what I have in this moment because nothing is guaranteed in this life and not to be in a not to mean that in a very pessimistic way, but just in the sense that, like, I myself often forget how privileged I am and, you know, just, like, complaining about mediocre tasks or having frustrations in my life that are probably good frustrations, such as being in school and wanting to do well and even looking for a job um, and thinking, oh, I'm not good enough. And these things, like, they are valid, 
but oftentimes I forget like, oh, okay, I have a great family support system. I have a roof over my head. It's, it's little things like that, that, um, that sometimes I personally forget, forget about and not necessarily take for granted, but I just, I, I just put them aside to the to the back of my mind and don't pay attention to them and what I had experienced um, during that time when I first started my podcast. Like, and I can even hear it when I listen back to the first episodes uh, I was doing. I was so nervous, which is so ridiculous because I'm literally just talking to myself. And my situation is different now because I live in a different household now. <clears throat> And I have, I have different roomies and I live with my partner. Um, so there is a very big possibility that they could be hearing this right now. And to that, I would be mortified, but nonetheless, who cares? Um, I have no reason to be nervous. Like I'm doing this for myself. So why should I feel like I have to play up my personality or or even play down, you know, like my experiences. I think it's quite funny and ironic. Like in this short amount of time, and I say this like also again, ironically, because as I said previous, like I felt like time just flew by and it's not necessarily a short amount of time, but like in the time span of less than a year, I have gone through so much I have learned so many lessons I'm not excuse me claiming to learn or to know everything but I have learned so much since since that last upload of my previous podcast like and I will continue to do so but it's amazing to me how um how fast life can change in the span of a year or even like five years like um so yeah I don't want to do a lot of editing for this podcast because I or for this episode I don't want to do a lot of editing for my podcast in general because I think it's authentic and raw of me to speak the way I'm speaking and to have those pauses in between because I am the type of person like I can't keep up with the thoughts in my mind and so when I articulate them sometimes they don't come out properly or I'm just trying to look for the right word and so and I go off track as I did just now but uh yeah so I just kind of want to backtrack to like me coming back on here and talking to myself (laughs) and say to anyone who is listening out there thank you so very much because I had looked at my stats and even though it's been a year um, there has been 44 people who have listened to my podcast like the uncertainty with patience which is crazy to me I I didn't expect Honestly, sorry, my phone keeps buzzing. I put it on silent. But I didn't expect more than like, 
a handful of people to listen. When I first began, like, I would occasionally look at the stats. And like I said, I've only uploaded two episodes. Um, and there was like one or two people, one, one to three people maybe. And they, one of them had listened all the way through to which I say to that person, wow, thank you for sharing some of your time and listening to my story, um, or part of my story, but, uh, to the other people as well, like even taking like 30 seconds, (laughs) that's insane and thank you I really appreciate it and to the 44 others or however many others um thank you like for taking time out of your life and listening to me because you know it is so precious uh the time that we have and even just taking a few seconds to listen is crazy for me to to even think about because I I'm just doing this for myself and uh even then like to take the time to do this I I I sometimes wonder like oh I could be doing other things um but in reality for me it's like this is this is so important for me to to look back and reflect and and really share my experience um because like like i said life is ever ever changing well my life at least um but yes so i sort of last night had a like light bulb moment when i was in bed laying in bed and i was you know on youtube looking at um the different videos and searching up specific topics and I think I'll get into what I was looking to um, on a different episode which is really important but it last night I it it was a light bulb moment that propelled me to like want to get back into my podcasting because I started it because I wanted to you know reflect on like my anxieties my insecurities my ability to um quote unquote be successful and you know I really wondered to myself like why I stopped well I know why I stopped it's because like I went through something kind of like traumatic um but uh I me in me saying this sorry I'm just trying to I'm just trying to articulate that like this episode was probably going to be a little bit shorter, but because it's just like, um, it's kind of like my second pilot because it's, it's been so long and I didn't really have like a game plan to getting into this episode. Um, besides being like, Hey, I'm back and I think I'm ready to start up again. And I don't necessarily, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to rebrand or like keep it the same. I know I do definitely want to have a specific topic um, or, or not a specific topic, but just like my journey into a different area of my life, um, which also kind of goes hand in hand with like my anxieties and my insecurities. Um, but it's, it's definitely more niche, um, 
So to any listeners out there, uh, I don't know, things are probably going to be changing around here. Uh, probably into more like a relationship podcast, um, relationship and self finding self loving podcast. I'm not sure exactly. Like I have to, I have to think about how I'm going to articulate it in a specific way. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I'm just going to get into right now, like why I stopped recording, um, so after my second episode, sorry if this is like a weird transition, uh, this is more of a ramble episode than anything. So I completely understand if uh, you don't want to listen or like you're just overwhelmed because I'm overwhelmed by my thoughts. Like I had a bit of time time in between classes to record. So I'm like, fuck it. We're just going to record because if I don't do it now, I will continue not to do it. Um so after the second episode aired, um, about two weeks had passed and I was getting really um, overwhelmed kind of by school, which is funny um, because at the time I was in a different university uh, when I recorded the second podcast and I was actually taking less classes than I'm taking now. And for some reason, I still found it like more overwhelming back then than I do now even though I'm taking like two times as many classes as I had previous and I think that just goes hand in hand with like my anxieties and my procrastination and also the environment um, I was in which is really like strange to me and the idea of like family dynamics um hindering my ability to learn (laughs) or just not making me um become as successful as I could because I'm in the back of my mind like I was juggling you know being an emotional support system for like my younger sibling um and like my parent I'm sorry like I'm super burpy right now I just had like a late lunch snack so I apologize anyways um so whatever dealing with school I procrastinated the podcast and time went on and I procrastinated more and um and when I thought I was finally ready to to go ahead and record like the day before I had really bad news. Um, I had some really devastating news, actually, uh, which is, which sucks. <laughs> but I have worked on myself since then. I won't say I'm fully like healed. I don't think you can ever heal from someone passing. But I find myself in a much better place than I did before. Um, so as I said, like I had my, my father pass away and it was a really strange experience because my family dynamic, uh, my family dynamic, like my family tree is kind of all over the place. (laughs) So like when I say my father died or like my dad died, it's, it's my biological father. And he was, I didn't have any contact with this person. Um, 
like obviously he was there to give me life like <laughs> I don't know uh, it was a complication with our family situation in that, you know, he couldn't be there for me when I was younger because he had problems, like, <sighs> and trigger warning for anyone who, you know, um, who, who can't, um, or doesn't want to hear the the topic of like uh, sexual assault or um, like pedophilia and stuff like that. Uh, trigger warning, you should probably stop right now because I'm going to get into it. <laughs> um, so the reason, sorry, I'm clicking my pen because I'm nervous to talk about this, which is so stupid. Because um, it's a real issue we have. Um, so... I have no recollection of my biological father uh, because he had left my life. And I was told this, obviously, because I had no recollection. But he had left my life when I was four years old because he did something really, really troubling to not one of my family members, not one of my younger family members, but actually many of them. And it didn't come out until after one of them spoke up and it had been years. Um, it had been years that, you know, he had issues and I don't want to make light of anything that happened. It is so sad and I don't know if I should even talk about it anymore because I don't want to offend people who have experienced, you know, being in those situations, you know, being in an in, in abusive situation. And I, I am so sorry. And I, I feel for those individuals, but I don't want to like, <sighs> It's difficult for me to explain what I'm trying to say. I don't want to make light of anything. Um, anyways, my point being that, like, my biological father left my life because he had a sickness. And he was caught, thankfully, and was incarcerated for several years. Um, but as I said, I have no recollection of any of this, and um, I never came into contact with him because my mother never held the truth for me. Like, at an appropriate age, I, I always knew my biological father was, like, when I was younger, probably, like, around ages, like, so if he left when I was four, four to like, maybe like 10, like I knew I had a biological father that wasn't around and I knew I had like family from his side, um, but I never really talked to them. It was really weird. Not that my mom ever kept me away from them, but I think, and talking to um, them now, some of them did admit like there was a sense of shame when things came up, um, 
that they had, which I I didn't know about until until the, in the past few months, uh, which is crazy. Um, but I knew he was there, and I knew he wasn't around, and it wasn't until I was like ten, and then up until now that I knew. Oh, he he was like a really sick person, and. I kind of held a resentment. I don't know, maybe that's not the correct word, but I myself felt icky for his actions because I was a product of him and I thought that made me as bad as him. I don't know, it was very weird. It was things I had to work through with my therapist. Um, the point being, I never reached out to him because, well, I was a minor. And um, when I turned 18, like, I just, in the back of my mind, like, I had family members from the other side, uh, from his side of the family. Like, I would talk to them sometimes. It would be really awkward to talk to them because there was no, like, um, not that there wasn't a support system. It was just always uncomfortable and I never knew why. And I think back then it was because I thought I was the one making things uncomfortable because I was like related to him and I didn't see him. So he was sort of like shunned out of the family and in turn, because I was a product of him, I like sort of shunned myself out of the family, not only from his side of the family, <clears throat> sorry, I'm getting like teary, but also from my side of the family, like my mom's side of the family as well, because I just felt like I never fit in. And it was always this piece of me that was like missing, but I thought if like I suppressed it, it would go away and I would look for that, you know, hole, for filling that hole in like other things, which were not good and toxic probably, but I was young. Anyways, so even in my like adulthood, which was like turning 18, um, up until like 23, I never reached out because I, I knew he was always there. But, um, like, he still had issues. Like, he would be doing trigger warning. And we're going to talk about substance abuse. <laughs> There's a lot of trigger warnings in this episode. I apologize. Um, but he would be out doing drugs. Um, and, like, honestly, I, I was... I wanted to reach out to him and I can't even explain this feeling. Um, but I couldn't because I was like so scared that I would be a disappointment to him, which is, I don't even know what that means. Or like that I still had resentment for the things that he had done. Or that just like he doesn't care because if he really wanted to see me, then why didn't he put any effort into into trying to at least talk to me? Like I have an older brother with um, 
the same dad as me, like biologically. And, you know, my older brother would reach out to my dad, um, my biological father, and they would talk. And so I would feel like, well, if he really wanted to, like, he could talk to me and obviously he doesn't want to so why why would I go out of my way like it was just very ego driven right it's so stupid anyways so this is in my head I would be like la di da di da didn't even really think about it because I had this like superior not superior just my ego was all like well I'm not going to contact him if he doesn't contact me even though deep down, like, I really, really wanted to talk to him. And not even just talk to him, but say what I wanted to say of, like, all the injustices. And not only that, but, like, where were you when I needed you? Like, there was a time where my mom was a single mom to me and my older siblings and she got no support from him um for me because my mom has had uh like i have two other half sisters we have we share the same mom um but we have different dads so i was the only um child from her with him like my biological father and he never like helped out and I think it's because like I don't know it was a really complicated situation I I just had a lot to say and me being scared to say like to go out of my way to say those things or to even contact him and even say like hey like I I I do care for you and I want to make sure you're okay and I want you to get better. Like, even saying those was scary for me <laughs> to, like, put into action me saying it. Even when I was, like, quote-unquote an adult. I don't feel like an adult, but... Yeah. So, anyways, I caught the news that he was about... Um, yeah. And things happen so fast. Like, I can only account certain aspects of what happened that day because there was just so much shock in it. Hold on. I My first recording is going to, like, cut out here. So, one second. Anyways, as I was saying, sorry, my first recording was about to crop out uh, because I was getting close to the 30 minute mark and it just like completely slices off once I get there. So here I am again. Um, so like I said, it's hard for me to recount everything that had happened. Um, but I remember the events of like it being a Sunday um, and 
it was just so strange. I got a phone call from someone from my other side of the, uh, from my dad's side of the family, my biological father's side of the family. And I was kind of like taken aback by this because this person never calls me, like occasionally uh, texts me a happy birthday on my birthday once a year, Merry Christmas uh, for the holidays. So it was really out of the blue when, when this person, you know, had tried to contact me. And um, this person also tried to contact my mom too. Um, and so finally, like, I answered the phone and I find out the news that, oh, my dad is in the hospital and they're planning on taking him off life support. And I was taken aback by this because I was like, what? Like, what? like well, first of all, what happened second of all like life support like how long has he been in the hospital um i just have to say that things with the other side of my family like my father's side of my family has there are some individuals on that side of my family where we will never see eye to eye um and i will always respect my elders I will never say anything disrespectful at the same time because I I felt because I hadn't kept in contact with these particular people um, that they they felt like I didn't have it almost seemed I cannot I can't confirm that they thought this but in my eyes it almost seemed like I can never be a part of the picture when it came to my dad because I wasn't there up until like this point and I was furious because I had to go through a social worker just to like it because this is happening all during COVID so it was like extra pain in the ass because they they would only let two two people in at a time to visit my dad um and no one wanted to tell me any information. So the person who contacted me that my father was in the hospital um, obviously has respect for me and thought I should know, but they didn't, they weren't in control of like being in, they didn't even know the details of what happened because everyone was left out of the loop except for these two people who had known for days prior that my biological father was in the hospital and it's not even that they told anyone the day before he was going to be pulled off the plug it was like like out of a movie I I was told that the reason that the person who told me about my father only knew is because the their um I'm just going to say it, whatever. Their mother was the sister of my my father. And they called them, they called obviously their child to tell them something and then left this phone like on the call without ending it. Like you would usually do once you're done talking to someone and accidentally like said some things. Um, and then this person clued in and was like, oh shit something's happening so like anyways so it's not even like the people who were actually in charge wanted to tell me 
or even wanted to tell anyone else on my dad's side of the family. It was just that it slipped out. And then the person who contacted me thought I should knew I should know. Which thank goodness for that, because if the situation was different, I don't know. I don't know if I would be okay. <laughs> like I I already was pissed off, like, and I'm still pretty salty about it, if you can't tell, because I'm getting all upset. But I digress. Anyways, so as I said, I hadn't at the time when I received the call, I had no information and I all I all the information I had was the hospital he was staying at, um, and his name. Like like I said, I we didn't really keep contact with my father after everything that happened. Um like many, many years ago and if I regret that now is a whole nother topic. <laughs> uh, anyways, um so the whole process of me having to call the social worker and find out all this information and prove I was his daughter and all this bullshit because still the people who were in charge of my father um, refused to let me see him. Refused. Like me, his own daughter, refused to let me see him. Oh my God, it was this whole... And then I had to tell my brother, um, which was so upsetting because... He didn't know either. Like, it really took us by surprise. And anyways, that that day I found out was the day I went to go visit him. Because like I said, the next day they were going to pull him off the plug. And I, I talked to the doctors and I was so furious. Like, I was so furious going into that room because I was like, the same people who kept me out of that room were in that room with me when I, when I went to go see my father. And it was such mixed feelings of like me being angry at them, being angry at myself, and also feeling like an overwhelming sadness for them and for me and for my dad. Like it was an emotional roller coaster. But I did get to spend around three hours with him like like I said they were gonna pull him off the plug so it wasn't like he could talk or anything like it almost looked like he was sleeping and I had seen him so he had been brain dead for around three days and so what the doctors had explained to me was that he had come in about five days earlier when someone found him on the streets and like like I said he had a drug like he had a substance abuse um, problem and so by then it was too late to sort of see like what had happened um like what made him go brain dead but the hypothesis is like he took a drug and lost like he couldn't breathe because first oh my gosh I forgot what I have the report somewhere but from what I understood in that moment it was so much information for me to like obtain at one time it was so overwhelming but uh 
like he didn't get oxygen to his brain he had a heart attack like it was insane like the list goes on what had happened but he had already been in the hospital for at least four days or five days um and i found out the day before he was gonna be you know let go from the machines and it was really difficult and not only that but like for covid reasons like they only they like really gear you up <laughs> so i felt like such a robot because i was like all geared up like i had the face shield i had the gloves i had the gown um it was such a surreal experience um and I FaceTime my brother doesn't live in the same city that we do. So I FaceTime my brother and you know, I allowed him to say his goodbyes. And I couldn't be there the next day when they let him go. Um not only like um I said my goodbyes and after that day, like I couldn't even focus on school. Like I dropped out of school. Like I, I totally lost the wagon on it. And I went through like a super low point um, of not even like leaving my bedroom. I was so depressed. Like I couldn't even get out of my bed and like take a shower or brush my teeth. As disgusting as that may sound. It, uh, that energy like after his death like formalizing it and uh, cremating him there was so much drama like absolutely such an, a crazy amount of drama after this whole situation um but i don't like staying in this mindset mindset of being like upset or resentful or like having hate towards people all i can do now is like acknowledge that during the time we were all had like high emotions and it was unfortunate but in a lot of ways like his death in so much sadness and like me grieving and everyone in the family grieving like it did in a weird way bring us together in the sense that like I had people from the, my dad's side of the family who I would have never imagined like reach out to me and make sure I was okay and be like you know if you need anything we'll be here for you and anyways the past like after the situation maybe the past like seven months was just me healing from that and moving on not moving on but just like re-establishing me I, I like I completely lost myself like I went off the rails <laughs> like like I said like at the beginning it was like I couldn't even do simple tasks I couldn't even attend like I dropped out of school completely 
Um, then after that, it was like me just not knowing what to do with my life and feeling like, well, this shit is all for nothing. So what am I doing? Like, this is such a waste of my time. And then all the drama happening. And then me finally like coming back to myself being like, no, like there, I can honor this person in different ways and like reach out to the people in my life that I love and not forget about them because in, in those first few months, like I, I couldn't be there for them, let alone, let alone myself. Like, I don't know. It was a really tough situation. And so that's why I stopped podcasting. But I want to say that, like, after everything that had happened, after I was able to, like, process, and I'm still processing, obviously, as you can tell, like, I just cried. <laughs> and I'm sorry, like, if it sounds really, like, wet when I cry, like, just my face becomes very moist, obviously. My point being, um, is it was sad but I've learned so many lessons like I've done so many things in the last maybe like eight months that I would have never imagined uh I would have done like in my previous episode I had talked about how I had driving anxiety I still have driving anxiety but I have a car I have a whole ass car and I drive in the winter, which is still a huge anxiety for me. But I do it. Like, I actually go and I drive. And I got a job. Like, I had a summer job at this really amazing cannabis place, a dispensary. Um, and I made really amazing friends and had really amazing coworkers. And I moved out of, like, my mom's house. And I'm living with my partner. Um, I'm living, well, we're not living alone. Like, we we rent out a basement suite. But, like, I would have never imagined that I would have been doing this. Like, I literally thought I was going to stay <laughs> where I was for at least another five years. But I'm doing it. And the whole purpose I'm saying this is because I truly did not believe that I had the capability to do any of these things. Um, or not that I necessarily didn't believe in it, but that I thought it was far from what I could achieve um, in my mindset beforehand. And this process, you know, going through losing someone is different for everyone in my situation it's like really unique and I don't expect anyone to really understand because it was so like it's not very typical like when people say like oh I've lost a parent or I've lost a loved one like they would be really involved with that person in my circumstance it was unique in the sense that like obviously it wasn't but this still like really took a deep hit on me like I don't know if that's the right words I should use but it still really affected me um but in the sense of like grieving and also finding you know purpose not even purpose in life but just 
believing myself and realizing that life is a roller coaster and there is beautiful things in it with the with the bad and like I've had conversations with people that like have reached out to me that are like well how are you doing like how are you managing and now I can like really confidently say I'm doing a lot better and through this process like my biological father has many flaws and terrible things that he did like with me and my brother like I truly believe that we like his kids are the most beautiful parts of him because get him like passing it just I still struggle a lot but it was sort of like like okay like live your life like it was a reminder that nothing is certain and if I want to achieve the things I want to achieve like I should just go out and do it like I don't have to be so caught up in my head and prevent myself from doing these things like life's too short to just just stop and allow my own insecurities and fears stop me from what I want to do I don't know it's like really trippy and I don't even think I'm articulating properly um what I mean to say I can only hope that some of this makes sense (laughs) um and in between the past like year like I said like a lot of changes has happened and recently like I a light bulb went in my head and I was like I you know I should get back on my podcasting because I've learned so much and I want to reflect on what I've learned and I want to you know share my experiences with other people even though sometimes I'm sure they don't make sense to a lot of people and even to me I get confused by my own thoughts and I tend to contradict myself but regardless like I am so grateful and so optimistic and positive towards like what my future has to hold and maybe even some of the experiences I have to offer and share to any listeners listening and um if you've made it this far as a listener oh my gosh like go get a gold star or something because that was a roller coaster and I'm not even sure if that anything I had said within the past what like 40 50 minutes made any sense um and uh so yeah that is why I had taken a break because I was just like replenishing myself and I really do think that I'm ready to come back and you know talk about what I'm going through at the moment like my experiences and what a funny time because the new year is coming up um and yeah I just feel excuse me really optimistic and like I said I'm probably not going to edit this episode too too much firstly because I have very limited time 
Secondly, because I want to keep it as authentic as possible and me rambling and like going on tangents um, is just how I work. So sorry if you can't deal with that. Um, maybe this isn't the place for you or I'm not the one you should be listening to uh, because I do this a lot. But yeah, I think I'm going to end the episode on this note. Um, hopefully, I'm planning to record another episode really, really soon here because um, I have like really important ideas and um, important ideas. I just have really, well, maybe that is the right term, like important ideas to me. Um, that I don't want to like procrastinate. I don't know if I'm going to be posting on a like weekly, bi-weekly or monthly basis. Like that's something I don't know quite yet. And I'm not gonna say anything this time because last time I did and then I was gone for like months at a time, which I'm very sorry, um, which I'm hoping doesn't happen again, but I'm not gonna say anything this time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm hoping to come out with another episode shortly. Um, and maybe possibly changing the trajectory of this podcast. We shall see. Um, but yeah, I love you. I love you all so much, which is kind of weird. Maybe I don't love you because I don't know you. But, you know, I really do wish you all the best. And thank you um, for listening and taking the time out of your day to listen. And you are an amazing human being. And you deserve love and you are worthy and you know keep going on your journey you're doing amazing and we shall see one another soon we'll not see one another but hear one another not even hear one another because i can't hear you i'm literally talking to myself you will probably be hearing from me very very shortly um and with that being said stay groovy everyone peace out.